So 2020, it's right around the corner. And I wanted to ask you what I would ask myself or what I would ask somebody else if I was talking to them. What I would ask myself, one, is what do I want this year, this new year to be like that this last year wasn't like? What do I want to change? And then I would ask myself the same thing, but I would say, what do I want? What happened in 2019 that I would want to happen, continue happening in 2020? And what do those things revolve around? What were some of the feelings that I felt? Um, the, there was definitely uncomfort for me, but it also, the uncomfort always ended in growth and being excited about something new and, and learning. And even though everything wasn't maybe super successful, I learned and I, I went further down walking in the path further along in one direction. And I think that that was really important for me. So what I would ask you is, what do you want this next year to be like? Do you want to make more money? Um, how are you valuing success? What, what do you use? What's your metric? Is it that Friday and Saturday night you can go out or that you can stay in or that you don't have to work during the week on weeknights, you know, that you can come home early on Wednesdays? I really feel happy and that's a huge success for me. I do think when I'm stressed about money, I am not happy. So I think money does play a role for sure, but I think my basic needs are met and I'm able to buy or do the other or plan for other bigger purchases. Now, do I take a vacation every year? No. Um, you know, maybe that's something that I would really like to do, but I haven't really planned for. So maybe I don't think that that's something I'm probably going to plan for in 2020, but maybe that's something I can shoot for, for 2025. Like by 2025, I will have gone on three vacations. Well, I need to kind of plan those out, right? It can't just be in the ether that I'm thinking about these things, you know? What about you? What is the thing that you are scared to do, that you have this inkling that you're supposed to be doing this thing, but you don't know how, or you don't know where that path leads, and it feels very uncomfortable. For me, when that happens, I avoid. I'm a great distractor, right? Um, I have a lot of things going. I'm just too busy. I can't do these other things. Well, I think busyness in a way becomes an addiction, right? Because it ha doesn't, it helps me not to have to deal with the things that I really need to be dealing with, just like alcohol or drugs or anything else. For me, busyness tends to be something that I use as a distraction. So instead, one of the things that I'm really wanting to do is to face some of the things that cause me, that cause me to um, lean into distraction in the past. I can't decide. I'm not going to lean into distraction at all, right? I don't know. I mean, to me, that that's, seems like a little too much. You know, I guess it's like an alcoholic. Well, I can't like totally quit. Like, I'll just nip it down a bunch. I just won't drink during the week or something. Maybe that's the same as I'm thinking about it. Man, it totally seems like that. And maybe that is what it is. I don't know. Maybe that's what addiction is. This is not where I thought this conversation was going to go. But for 2020, I am thinking about all the things that I would really like to do, things that I didn't even know I was going to do in 2019 because I said yes to some things. I ended up having 
two huge things that I didn't even plan for. So I want to continue saying yes to things that are uncomfortable and that, that make me push myself. And I think that if I have something, somebody I remember one time told me, oh, you try one new thing a month, you know, like that's a, and try new things and try different paths and see what you're, see what sticks. I don't, I don't like the one every month, I think, but I think if I try again, I think I tried two or maybe three new things that really took me down a new path. I think I would like to try two or three new things again that allowed me to go down a new path. Now, some of you would be like, huh, well, hmm, that's this totally not the same thing that everybody else is teaching. They're like, oh no, refine, refine, refine. And I think in a way it is refining, right? I just think that there are a lot of people who are like me like you, who are curious. We're just curious. We like to learn about a lot of things. And I think there are, that's why it makes us great designers, I think. What makes me good for my clients is that I can get on board. If I can get them to explain to me why or what their product does or their service, how it's different, then I can maybe spin it for, the, uh, for their current audience and maybe and make it a little bit bigger. But plus, they feel like I'm part of their team. And I am part of their team. And I've had, I've been on teams for, you know, 15 years, multiple clients I've had for 15 years. I've done three websites for one client. I'm about to do the fourth. I've done three websites for another client. You know, it's like, what's your, what's your habit? And if you're only five years in, then think, oh, okay, well, here's something I can learn. I need to reach back out to old clients and say, hey, it's time to update. You know, at about year four of a website, it's time to update. You give them the heads up and tell them what your price will be and then plan it for the next year. Then again, you're not getting them all at once. So that has really worked for me this year. And I have given people, I've said, hey, I know I'm going to start some in May. And I know I'm going to hopefully start some more in July. And I think that that has been key. But I think if I was thinking about my full, what's been a success, made me successful monetarily, yes, but also in happiness is that I feel like I'm making a difference. So what is it that you want to make a difference in? Is it in your family? Is it in, uh, you know, a, a nonprofit that you really believe in, but you can't volunteer for you, but you want to give money to, or, or that you can volunteer for, or you want to act, or you want to try stand up, or you want to, you know, something, you want to try something crazy, horseback riding, standing up. I don't know. For me, I want to continue drawing, but I want to continue drawing at a pace that is a little bit more of a professional spin. I also want to continue collaging. And I, there's like lots of different realms of collage. The collage I do is very different than the real heady collage I think of that I love um, that really tells a story. And it, it's like a woman cut out of a magazine and she has a shoe for a phone, you know, like, I don't know, or her nose is a shoe or I don't know. It's something. I don't do those. I'm not that good. But maybe one day, 
if I want to go down that path. So I feel like I'm rambling, but I wanted to ask what you want to do. Do you know who that is for? And I think clarifying who your audience is, is the most important thing you can do is one, what it is that, what, what it is that you want to do, what it is that you want to do more of. So for me, I love doing websites. I want to do more of those. Two, I really love being on a team and feeling like I'm making a difference. So I want to find some more teams that I can be a part of or just continue to be on the same teams that I'm on and really feel like I can make a bigger impact. And I want to also scale my business. So that may be something else that you are also wanting to do. And I want to change up design recharge. So it's been seven and a half years in um, May or June. In May or June, it will have been eight years. And I don't feel like it's at a place that I want it to be. Or even working the way I would. I have so many other ideas. Is that you? Do you have so many ideas, but you just don't know how to implement? Or you have so many ideas, but you haven't implemented? That's me. So I have an idea that I've had since 2016, 14, hmm, I don't know. It's been a while. And I hope I can implement it this year. I honestly don't know if I can, but I am going to try. But I, it takes planning. So I am during the first um, I'm really trying to be strategic this year and I'm going to be sharing more of that stuff on design recharge. I have taken three or four segments of three or four weeks that I'm going to do part one, two, and three and four or part one, two, and three that I'm teaching something specific. So kind of like doing a workshop with me, but in segments, right? For each week is going to be something different that we're going to go forward. A little bit more teaching. I'm also asking my guests to do something different. And my guests will be um, teaching us something instead of it just a conversation. And I'm super pumped about this. Those are some things that I'm trying to do with, for me specifically, I have a group and I, it's called the Design Recharge Power Station. And I always feel like, so the power station is where all the power comes in and then it goes out to these, you know, to their houses or to the lines and it disseminates, right? And it is not as strong when we're in our little individualized zones. And if you're like me, you've often worked in a vacuum. You may have, you may have one other person in your office or maybe it's just you or maybe you're the only um, partner. And then everybody else is just underneath you. So you need some other people to kind of be at that same level. I want to tell you about this group. This group is what I'm going to use this group for. And my goal is to grow the design recharge list. In the next three months, I have a specific goal of what I want it to do. And I am going to really attack that because I do have that thing that I would like to release in the summer or August at the latest. I want to release and I will feel successful. So that would be like season three is this is the season three for power station growing the design recharge list. Season four is going to be getting that, that other component that other thing that I want to launch launched. So I already know what I want for the next six months. Right. Um, and I want, I want you to know that you can be a part of that too. And that this group is really neat. It's small. It's a small group of people. 
we have a few spots left. I have a, um, put this, making this video off. I don't know why. Um, I didn't um, promote it as much as I would have liked to, but I got great um, applications. And I have a, a few spots left. And if I don't fill them, I'm fine. But if I do, I'm excited. So we start on January 2nd. And after this, after you hear this, you're going to hear some of what happened with some of the people from season two. And a lot of the people did not know each other. Some of the people from season one re-upped and came back. And it's a really neat gel of a group. These people are serious business owners and they are working on their side hustle or their main hustle and they are getting feedback. Most of them are working on their main hustle. This was their main thing. Some of them had a side hustle, um, part of their main hustle, and they're trying to make that side thing, even though they still are working for themselves, it's kind of another component. Kind of like with Design Recharge, it's this extra component for Design Recharge. So it's still kind of side hustle-y for Design Recharge, but it's not. But if that if it sounds like you, if you're somebody who's been in a vacuum for maybe too long, or you've had a lot of yes people and you really want some real feedback, we talk about the kinds of feedback that we give. We're going to have three guests this season and uh, one a month, and we'll, they'll be talking to us about different things, things that we can use to grow our business or to challenge our mindset or haven't figured all that out yet, but I will. If that sounds like something that you're interested in, I want you to go fill out the application. It is asking you a few things. It's asking you about what your three-month goal is. And we want you to have one. I mean, obviously, you can have more than one, but one specific, something that's specific, something that's measurable, something that's attainable, um, like I want to be a king of England. Mm, probably not going to happen, you know? Um, something that is realistic, and something that is time-based, again, because we have three months. So people come in, there's a group, there's a Facebook group that we, it's a private secret Facebook group. So then people can come in and, and really share and get feedback. It's a small group of people where there's trust is built. It's terrific. I want you to listen in. If you're interested Fill out the application or join the wait list if you aren't ready now and you want to do season four. I'm not sure when season four will be, but probably in, in May, probably over the summer or the end of April to May. I don't know. I haven't decided and I don't know. So make sure you get in for season three. So fill out the application. There's a few spots left. We start on Thursday, January 2nd. This is a, if you're in on the Pacific coast you it is a 4 p.m meeting for an hour and a half if you're on the east coast it's a 7 p.m meeting it is every week for 12 weeks and it's a hundred dollars a month so you pay it all up front and if you are a member of design recharge you already know what the code is i will send you another email when i send this email telling you what that code is and it is only good through january 1st and it has been really changing for me and it is continuing to change and what I am doing is changing and I'm always refining and growing but I really love being part seeing the light in the faces of these people so I want you guys to listen to how they felt the group went recharging you.com slash power station 
Did you know that for the listeners of the Design Recharge podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial, and it gives you the opportunity to check out their services. I am currently reading Herding Tigers by Todd Henry. He's been on the podcast before, and I love him. He definitely writes for creatives, and you can download one of these books uh, that I've shared in the past, or maybe a book that you've been dying to read. I love because a lot of the times they're read by the author and I just think that's really nice to hear their voice and their inflection of what they were really, how they were trying to get it across. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I'm at home. I'm excited because I'm joined with some other amazing people that I'm usually at home with when I do calls with. So I am excited to introduce you to some of the people that are in the power station um, for season Two, and we open up season three on tomorrow. So if you're interested, this is a application, um, I don't application accepted kind of thing. We want to make sure that there's some questions that I just want you to uh, to make sure that you're at the right place. And um, and it really made for a great group. So Will Will is here and Amy's here, but they're not on camera. Andre's here from Portugal. So I'm gonna let everybody introduce themselves and just tell where they were or are where they are and um and we'll start with um jacob hey guys um, my name is jacob i live in raleigh north carolina i am a brand strategist um and i help my clients um i help them understand what their customers uh everything they think and say should what they'd be doing so i help them align that um and do identity systems and things like that Awesome. And you started a whole new company in this power station. You were in the yes. first season and the second season. And the second season, you added another hat to your... Uh, yes. Completely 180. Yeah. Can't wait to talk to about it. All right. Um, Anne, you're up next. Hi, I'm Ann Ford. Um, I'm usually in Richmond, Virginia, but right now I'm in Roanoke, Virginia, um, visiting family for the holiday. Um, I am a um, associate professor and interim chair for the Department of Art and Design at Virginia State University in Petersburg. Um, my specialties are typography, um, package design, and publication design. And I worked on um, uh, creating some or updating my work on creative market to make it more eye pleasing. <laughs> And you made some sales as a result, right? Yes, I did make some sales. Good. Awesome. Rachel, you're up next. Hey, I am Rachel Zampino. I work full-time for a web design and development company here in Pensacola, Florida. But I also have my freelance gig on the side, which is part of the reason why I joined this group. It's been extremely helpful. So thanks, Diane. And you... Um, you with some other amazing creatives launched a, a um, the first Design XL conference during this whole time. Yes, it was a little bit chaotic, but we made it happen. <laughs> so it, I just kind of want to remind you guys that a lot of people are doing a lot of things, so it's not always, oh, I don't have time for that. Like Rachel really didn't have time to breathe, but she still made it happen. All right, Dee, you're next. I'm going to end with you, Scott. Is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn. Okay. Sorry. Right. Having some internet issues. So, hey, I'm uh, Dee Ingalls and um, love this group. And I'm in a uh, 
a small branding agency with my husband, John, and we like to work with uh, clients that are more eco-friendly focused or, or letting, like to put good things out into the world. Um, we just moved into a new studio and just trying to make a living doing this. Yeah, and you've added some new things in your repertoire as well. So this this was like a, a joining of your two skills and then you also added some new things. You're not selling cotton candy and making a hot mess, but mm. you're um you're you're <laughs> sketching for conferences and things like that. So all yeah. right. So Scott, how about you? Yeah, I'm uh, Scott Circlin. I am an illustrator and designer of uh, robots, alien zombies, and other imminent threats to humanity. I also have a sort of a lifestyle brand for mad scientists, super villain, villains, and evil geniuses. And I teach, uh, I teach people how to do comics and make money as an artist on YouTube. That's right. And you already, like, the second week he launched something. So it wasn't, I was like, mm, I'm not sure what uh, Scott's doing here. But Scott had the most goals. He had, like, 18 goals, and he got 20 done, I think. So it was super impressive. Again, um, we all have, you know, regular lives. Some of us have full-time jobs, and then some of us were our um, – doing uh will is doing schools i kind of want to just wanted to pull y'all out and there were a couple things that i asked them to talk about um i asked them a couple questions that were something that i wanted to have things be better for next time for me so i'm always improving and i'm definitely going to implement those things and the next season starts on I, we're opening it up tomorrow but it starts on january 2nd so I thought some of the things, Will, I'm going to, um, hey, Naomi, um, I'm going to throw you under the bus, not really under the bus, but one thing Will said, maybe we can all kind of comment on this, was um, that he had people unfamiliar with what he was doing give a fresh perspective on things that he'd been thinking about for some time. And I think that that was a really big, powerful element to the group. I also think everybody really took this seriously. This wasn't just like a little side thing that they were just it was a whim. This was, this is their business. And this is something that they're really pursuing. And I think that made it, uh, it makes it more serious, I guess, getting things done. But can you guys share anything in the same way, maybe something unexpected that you didn't um, expect that would happen that came out of it? And you can just start, you can raise your hand, then you can just unmute yourself. And no one. Uh, well, no one's going to go, I'll go. Yeah, I just, I think just the the connections in general that I made, um, I think that was pretty awesome. I, I, I did make uh, one one particular connection that it seems like it's going to lead to a pretty cool project, hopefully. Um, I need to touch base on that again. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at, as far as the, the whole holding myself accountable. Um, and I think that's a big part of this. So if you do have issues with that, um, definitely this is the group to join. Um, but in addition to that, just, just the feedback from other people, other professionals, they're doing this kind of thing for a living. And I just got a lot of really positive feedback on like my website, things that I was going to, you know, changes to make. And it's really good just to kind of brainstorm with other people. And, and cause you know, when you work alone, you don't always get that. So this is, yeah, I mean, I'm really, 
really impressed and I'm really glad I got to, to meet everyone in the group and hopefully most of you guys are going to be at Creative South and I'll get to see you in person. For sure. Okay, D. I think um, what is important to remember is that when you're in this group that sometimes you're um, kind of in your own bubble and when you get outside feedback, it's very important to take it because other people are seeing things that you you're blinded by. And I've learned a lot and I've pushed things further than I would have had I not been in this group. So one of the things that D, um, so John is a, he does app development, he does websites and totally codes everything. He can code everything by hand. And, um, but we really gave her some kind of hard feedback. Like we gave you some, um, so Rachel does web design, Will does web design, I do web design. Um, and we gave you some, it was like, whew, kind of, I was like, <laughs> oh, hope she comes back next week, right? Um, and I remember Dustin saying, wow, I don't know if she's going to implement that, you know, because it was, it was, it felt like a little much, to be honest, but it was, can you kind of walk through that? Because that was, it was kind of what Scott's saying when you are in your own, when you work for yourself and you work alone, it can be very isolating and you can go down, you, you know, you can find the answers that you need, but sometimes it's the perspective, I think, that was really nice and it's not too big of a group you know so it feels yeah. safe enough right yeah. yeah so I've worked for myself for the last 20 years so I've literally been alone for the last 20 years and so any um, any resources I have are found to the internet and I got hooked up with Christo and part of his pro group and I've learned so much but I still had blinders on until I got into this group and then you guys were like do this, don't do that, you're doing that wrong. And I'm like, ah, oh. it was like super shocking and I, and I cried a little bit, but then I was like, you know, this is what's gonna make me better. So take it all in. And I did, and we are. And it's gonna be way much, a lot better of a website than if you guys hadn't have pushed me. And I don't think we pushed you meanly. Um, I think it was like the blinders were on. So I was like getting the information and I was like, Oh crap, you're right. How did I not see this? I'm a designer. How did I not see this? Right? But it's so hard to do yourself, right? And I know. That yeah. We all have, we've all had that. And I think that um, one thing somebody suggested was um, having a guest regularly. So I've already figured out we're going to have one guest once a month to teach us something new. We had two guests last time, but they were back to back. Um, and I think it was good. We're just going to do some different things, which I think one of the things for me, I think for Amy, she didn't expect to get any of this, her goals really done. She had really low um, expectations of herself. And she went, you know, she said, I don't even remember what her, what her, what your goal was, <laughs> Amy. Uh, Doc says he was the crier in the first season. Oh, it was, yeah, we've had a lot. It's, it's a serious group of love here, people. Bring tissues. <laughs> yeah, we all have <laughs> issues. Um, but, but I think that that, if, to me, having somebody else come in and teach something, I think is really important. And hopefully it can be something that everybody can relate to and, um, and if they can't write at that time, then they can do it later, I guess. Um, Amy said she wanted to release her fruit stand product and started and start to market it. But 
um, she did release it, but got stalled with the marketing because life. But I didn't think that you really thought you were actually going to get it all done, but she did. She packaged it. She got feedback. And I think that that was something that we really talk about in the very beginning. We talk about all the different kinds of feedback that we are asking for. And sometimes we just want a celebration because we're too close to it, right? Like, I know some stuff still doesn't work, but can you just celebrate that I got it done, right? And I think that sometimes, and, and I try to be really good about asking what kind of feedback you need. Um, and a lot of times people said they needed critical feedback. And I think that hopefully it was a good, good place for that. Um, Jacob, do you want to talk about your 180? Yeah. Um, so one thing I wanted to mention really quickly is I think that's really great about this group is the size of it. I think especially when you're trying to get feedback and, you know, like everyone in this group is a very well-respected designer or, you know, they have a certain expertise that you don't have. Whereas when you go a more general um, route to like posting a thing on a Facebook or Slack channel where it, anyone could comment, like Joe designer can comment it and you, you're not really sure the feedback can go all over the place where here it's very focused and it really helps you see what you can't see. Um, so for example, when I started this group, I wanted to start um, coaching, doing creative coaching. And I was very fixated on the idea of uh, doing that and I thought it was gonna work and I wasn't really opening myself up to seeing like the feedback that I was getting from my community and my audience that it, like it wasn't really resonating or it wasn't the right time um, and then at the same time I had this um, uh, <laughs> I just had this uh, business venture that was kind of in the background that I didn't see at all and it was um, making like uh, gourmet cotton candy um, which is like where does that even come from it's like I don't even know um, and it just, one thing that I've learned from doing this is I, I just open myself up and let it happen and just go one step at a time. And when you know you have something really, really powerful and really like resonates with your community is you don't really have to do a lot of work. Like the marketing kind of does it for itself. And Diane, you probably experienced that with Design Recharge to an extent. And Scott, you probably experienced that too with um, some of your YouTube videos or, or some of your products that you don't really have to do the work. And that's when you know, when people are talking about it for you, that's when you know you have something. Well, another thing was that you got to do something you weren't you weren't really like trying to make it a business, but you went ahead and did all the branding. And yeah. one thing we saw was when you would talk about it, you would light up and it was just fun. And it was like mm -hmm. when you were talking about the coaching, it wasn't that we were deterring you from doing the coaching, but it wasn't the same energy. And I think that that was really um, mm -hmm. kind of yeah we could notice it because when you're having to talk about something with other people, then we can be the mirror that you can't see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think it's not that the coaching is work. Like, you know, it's, it's a lot of work to put in. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of high brain power where, you know, making the brand was a fun brand and it was something I was doing at night when I was going to bed and I was doing it like as a hobby. And I think you're right that I hadn't really realized that, that, you know, it's something that has turned into more than a hobby, but it was really created from this source of joy and delight. Yeah. So Rachel, I'm going to bug you because you seemed to have the most going on. And I think it's a great example of somebody who still had goals and you know often we put our websites on the back burner and you really took this and um what which i love and you really kind of taught us all something because you're you're making a stand about being a kick-ass no badass 
still kick ass, right? But a badass designer. And um, and and you created your website and you had um, some other people work on it because sometimes it is very difficult for us to do those things on our own. Plus you're working a full-time job, plus you're doing freelance and you were kicking off a, the very first Design Excel conference. So how did you make time for this? And you have, a, you have, you play softball every Tuesday or, and you know, like it wasn't like you're just sitting around, you know, can you kind of like, you have a boyfriend, like there's other things going on in your life. Um, how do I maintain sanity? Is that the question? <laughs> how did you I make don't know. Time, I don't have a good. How did you make time for this group? Um, I think, I mean, just having the set time every Thursday from six to eight or whatever kind of like forced me to do it. And then there were definitely times where I was like exhausted or like didn't really have stuff prepared for the meeting. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go, but then I just made myself do it. And then I felt better after every time, even if it, cause we all took turns talking about our problems or things that we needed feedback on. But even if it wasn't my turn or anything that I had to do, I still gained a ton of value from every one of the calls. Cause I was learning from other people's mistakes and experiences. So even if you don't like, cause I feel like I didn't put as much time into it as I wanted to, as far as getting my own personal brand and website and everything going, which was what my goal was. Um, I still, you can still get value out of it from not putting a lot of effort. in. <laughs> and I agree with what Dee and Scott were saying, having the smaller group, is awesome like I was in the future pro group before this which was also incredibly valuable in a, in different ways but the group was getting so big that you still felt like you're a part of a community but this is more like feeling like a family and like you have people to rely on and I feel like I could reach out to any of you guys if I had problems or needed a contact or needed help with something so I think the most unexpected thing for me was just like how close we all became and how like how different we all are but we still related on so many levels and we we're all in kind of different stages of our careers so we could help each other I don't know it was cool yeah one thing I love that we could bring kind of our um D had done a whole bunch of research years ago for a client and it had to be all organic I it was like a straw or something right D it was all, all plastic-free product containers. So, and, and then Jake was trying to do something and then it like pops together because Dee's experience now adds, because that's how we are. It doesn't matter how old you are or whatever, there are experiences that all of us um, don't have. And if we're willing to share, and I think that that was a great thing about the group that they were, everybody was willing to share. So, and you were also... A super busy person in this um, um, it was really difficult I think for you to find time you were living with your um, son and daughter-in-law and your two grandkids while your house was being built and then you moved I mean you're we work full-time you're an administrator at a university and you also teach but then you also write books and you are trying to do more on, on the side. And one of the things that you hadn't 
really, you had put up some creative market products, but what, what was one of the things that really kind of like spurred you on to get you to that next level? Cause really you took your product from just a basic to a much higher level product, even though the, it, not, the contents didn't change. It was just the way it was viewed. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I really, I guess just doing research on more creative market things because I go there once a week at least. Um, seeing how things were, uh, uh, that I didn't feel like I was presenting what I wanted, the way I wanted to present it. So that's what I was trying to gain was a different way um, of, you know, presenting what I was trying to get across. Like selling, um, templates is not the most glamorous thing. And so you, you have to do something with it. Um, and it was difficult. Um, but this was something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I knew that I needed somebody to kick me in the butt and keep me going. And that's what this group did. And, you know, I agree with Rachel wholeheartedly that learning from everybody else, even though they don't realize how much they taught us um you know scott's work ethic man i wish <laughs> you know, i wish i had his energizer bunny um you know but we all had a lot of stuff going on you know d was moving trying to find a new place to to move her office to you know rachel was doing the the, the conference and then trying to work full-time and but you know we really we really did accomplish a lot. I didn't accomplish as much as I wanted to. Um, but that's another chapter. And uh, I did get a couple of things done that have, um, have gotten a lot more exposure, um, a few more sales than I had. I've got more sales since this class started than I did all of last year. So, you know, that alone, um, you know, I, I want to get in and play with Scott's, cartoon or comic template, you know, and what he's doing is really cool. Jacob, follow your dreams, buddy. If this is, you know, one of those things, then do it. Um, I, you know, as probably the oldest in the group, um, and getting into being a designer in my mid thirties, um, you know, I think I could have done more had I done it earlier. So the younger ones I see, and I think maybe that's why I teach because I'm able to pass that on to the, to the students that I have is follow those dreams. Um, even if you, they, th you think they're heading you in the wrong direction, you know, and the, the things that I've seen, um, you know, on, you know, Doc, if Doc was on, you know, on here talking, Doc has kids, you know, he was trying to, you know, be part of this group and running after his kids and, you know, but we all understand that it's because we all have our own kids, our own, you know, even if they're cats and dogs and, you know, but, um, but it is a family. Um, and I feel very honored to have met and participated in this group with all of these people. Cause I'm like, Rachel, I think I could call any of them if I needed anything. And that, and I, same way here. Thank you, Anne. I, I think it's a, a good family too. So just kind of, I want to wrap it up because I told Rachel it would only be 30 minutes today. Can you believe it? 
Um, but this is kind of what I wanted to do. So I appreciate you guys um, coming on and sharing your experiences. If you're ready to take your, whether it's a side hustle or it's a side project for your business, like Scott has a business and then he's doing these like 18 side things, um, or whether it's something you didn't really even know, you're just in the beginning stages like Jacob, or for Rachel, I think there was a lot of clarity that came out of what you were, um, what you were exploring with who you are as a designer. And I think it was, it's just a really neat place to be able to come together. And some people made some great business um, partnerships with people that were uh, opportunities that were, came out of it. And I think that that is a, a great thing but I also know that if I need something I could go and talk to ask anybody anyone about their um, expertise in these things and so I'm really thankful so I'm going to really quick have everybody share what their um, their URL is in the chat and then um, so Scott is circworks.com s-e-r-k-w-o-r ks.com and he says there is going to be a black friday sale so people that would be great Anne is chambers c-h-a-m-b-e-r-s hyphen design.com you can pick up uh i believe your uh maybe there's a link to your creative market on there well there maybe will be later um <laughs> Uh, Jacob, later. yeah, that's right. So uh, D is Smiley Graphics, S-M-I-L-E-Y-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.com. And man, if you want to see some amazing drawings, go look at there. And they have, and D started doing these, uh, and John together um, would go to conferences and sketch note on live while people did it. And to me, I was like, whoa, this seems kind of like out left field. But really, Dee, you had a lot of kind of um, pushing uncomfortable um, in regular ways that now became, it wasn't so uncomfortable, right? I that keep picking correct, on you. That is correct. <laughs> they say lean into anxiety. That's right. That's right. Every lean time in. you feel anxious, just lean into it. That's right. All right, Jacob is Sababa Design, and it's S-A-B-A-B-A -A -B -A dot design. And Rachel is, you can follow her on Instagram at Z-A-M-P-I-N-D-S-T-R-S. It's like Zam Industries, but no, I don't know. I can't say no vowels because there's two vowels. Anyway. Z-A-M-P-I-N-D-S-T-R-S. These will all be in the link below. And then Jacob's new um, endeavor is hotmessconfections.com. And these are crazy, fun, cotton candy infused with things. Scott is Cirqueworks again, S-E-R-K-W-O-R-K-S. And then if you want to find uh, Anne on Creative Market, it, you just look creativemarket.com slash Anne, A-N-N Ford. F-O-R-D. And then Amy is on um, Creative Market as well. Doc is IamRedicus.com. And uh, Will is uh, NobleFolk, F-O-L-K, Design.com. And then Dustin Lee at Retrosupply.co. Thank you guys so much for coming on here and being on here with me. If that sounds like something that you're interested in, I want you to go fill out the application, RechargingYou.com slash 
Power Station.